everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to It Was Murder. <laughs> Welcome back to It Was Murder, the number one heart-to-heart <laughs> podcast on the internet. You love us. <laughs> you love us. You want to give us your money. Uh, and we, we won't give you any way to do it because we're <laughs> yeah. benevolent. Uh, we'll I'm the diehard romantic Eric Blood. <laughs> I'm Ellen Ito, the devoted lover. And I'm the expectant virgin, Joe Garber. <laughs> uh, well, you have to laugh sometimes, don't you? Yeah, like, sometimes you just gotta laugh. You have to laugh to keep from crying or from, <sighs> from crying laughing. Uh, we're, ta- mm. we're talking about With This Gun, I The Wed today. <laughs> uh what an episode. Uh-huh. What an episode. Truly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh hey listeners. Uh hi Jenny. Hi Viviana. <laughs> hi. Uh, hi. <laughs> I just I'm thinking of people that tweeted. Jenny. Uh, we love it when you tweet. Uh please continue to do so. Answer the weird questions that I ask. Uh or mm. or don't or just you can make fun of me too. I I'm totally okay with that. Tweet at us. Uh, but tweet at us if you're gonna be rude, be funny. Uh, what? So are be, people being rude? No, be rude. no one's being rude. Oh, <laughs> or you know what? I got so excited for a second. I don't know why. If you're gonna be rude, be funny, but also just be rude because we find that funny because it's a fucking tweet about heart to heart. So like, <laughs> how serious can you get? <laughs> oh, people are pretty serious. Yeah. People are pretty it's serious. serious, Joe. I know. I'm um, sorry. <laughs> I do know that I, now I'm, I wish you hadn't said that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm very excited about an episode called uh, Downhill to Death or something. Downhill to the Death. Um, that's the episode. That one is apparently a, a favorite okay. amongst our listeners. And I'm. Mm, I, it's I coming have, up soon. Yeah. It's I have up no up. idea what to expect, but I'm very excited. Oh. Mm. Is it a derby? Remember, remember for your eyes only. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. The skiing. <laughs> Ooh. Right, and like skiing. the chick from the chick from Ice Castle. Skiing That's jumpsuits. really not related to the skiing. Well, but I mean, she's in. Anyways. I want some seventies skiing jumpsuits on Jennifer. Yeah, I'm in. Well, you're in luck, Joe. <laughs> so many chevrons. Skiing is a sport that really embraces the chevron. Well, we mm-hmm. are jumping ahead. Oops, we are. right. We are jumping several episodes ahead because today we're talking about with this gun, Ivy Wed, and it's time for the Minute Maxes, mm-hmm. starting with Ellen. <laughs> the devoted lover. I'm so unprepared for this today, <laughs> um, but I'm never good at it, so I bet if I didn't say that, no one would even know the difference. I beg to differ. The listeners know what to expect from you. <laughs> beg to differ. <sighs> All right. I am going to start that timer that I never look at. <laughs> um, with this gun, I the wed. By the way, I'm going to scribble that down for my future vows. <laughs> <laughs> and then you and pull. They're a- already written. Hey, hey, gentlemen, <laughs> I'm ready. You pull a gun out uh, from behind yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. With this gun, I the wed. Uh, so it starts out with the Friday night poker game where Jennifer reveals, of course, that among the 8 million things that she's awesome at, she's also 
really good at poker, then uh, they get a telegram uh, inviting them to a wedding in Monaco. Um, and it's like Jonathan's ex or is it his ex or whatever. That's up for debate. They go there. It's clear that they're not invited to the wedding. Something's wrong. There's a kid with a limp. Something bad is happening. <laughs> the, Jennifer opens the shower curtain. There's a guy in the shower. Oh, shit. Oh, no. There's a gross rich guy who's clearly got blackmailing the lady to marry him or whatever. Jonathan climbs into the window. Uh, mayhem ensues. They get kidnapped. The French guy's there in the cellar. Then she's all, oh, Jonathan hit his head. Come help me. And then that guy who's the bad guy in every single show ever is like, I know you're trying to trick me. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> then they have to figure out that there's a faked accident and then someone's in a wheelchair with a really bad fake, I guess, French accent. Then there's a fight, a fake wedding, the end. Then uh. <laughs> a real wedding. Bye. Oh. That, that's uh, got to be cut out. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm excising. It was that. over a minute. <laughs> Two seconds too long. <laughs> I'm going to give it a go. Mm, with this gun, Ivy wed. Jennifer is beating a table full of police officers at poker when they get an invite <laughs> to a wedding of Jonathan's ex-girlfriend in Monte Carlo. They go to Monte Carlo. There's a French man in... Uh, their shower in the hotel. He says, the wedding's a sham. Um, it's a real bad thing. Don't let her marry that guy. Nikki, uh, Jonathan's ex-girlfriend, uh, is marrying this guy because he is blackmailing her brother who they said got into a drunk driving accident and killed a woman. The woman never existed, though. It was a fake. It was a sham. Um, uh, Jonathan tries to create some subterfuge by making out with her in her room after climbing <laughs> in her window. Uh, Jonathan jumps on the back of a moving car and gets oh, thrown off. That's... Jonathan throws a woman in a wheelchair into a pool. <laughs> uh, Jonathan is the star of this episode. It's action hero, Jonathan. Mm-hmm. Wow. Nice job. Shit. I feel like you got some of the plot even. Yeah. I tried to just like, <laughs> it's so shit out the plot because it's God, just all was, this is is Jonathan action hero. Yeah, I was really realizing as you were speaking that it is really hard to explain this episode. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot going on. It's a lot of character motivations. <laughs> all right. I've realized that I talk really fast when I do the minute max, but I don't finish. And you guys talk very in a very measured and deliberate way, <laughs> and often finish. Is it like the tortoise and the hare? Yeah, maybe yeah. you're sprinting. <laughs> They're in Monaco. They're in Monte Carlo in Monaco. Cause, right? They're in Monte Carlo. Yeah, in Monaco. Well, I thought they were in Mon- whatever. It's the same. Monte Carlo is in Monaco. Is it? Yes. It's okay. in that region of France where you throw people in wheelchairs and just swim <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Okay. I'm going to go. Here All we right. go. Okay, the Hearts are invited to a wedding in Monaco, and it's um, Jonathan's ex's wedding, but when they arrive, she clearly didn't invite them, but her brother is hurt, and something's up, Then they realize it, so they do some sleuthing. Uh, they confront her. Jonathan several times tries to confront this woman, Nikki, about why things are so weird with her, and she won't tell him, and then all of a sudden has a change of heart when they're at a graveyard. I don't know what they're doing there, but she's like, wait, I have to tell you, my brother <laughs> drunk drove and murdered a woman and <laughs> crippled another woman who was a dancer, and I'm trying to marry this person to get him out of this, and that's where I was like, what the fuck is going on? Because you, he should go to jail immediately. I don't have any sort of empathy 
for him. Turns out he didn't actually do that. This woman's fiance tricked him into thinking he did it so that he could marry Nikki and get her fortune. But Jonathan is one step ahead. He hires a cardinal to come and perform the wedding. So it's fake. Nice. Oh. Nicely done. Mm-hmm. Damn. Mm-hmm. Nicely lot, done. Oh, you know what I want? Mm-hmm. I forgot to mention the zany fight in the kitchen. Oh, my God. The None fucking, of us mentioned that. That was really good. I really it's totally it. like totally like the who's killing the great chefs of Europe. Kind it of was hilarious. bad. It was terrible. It was terrible. That was a terrible scene. <laughs> like he the guy's like when he chases Jonathan into a kitchen. Okay. So first Jonathan gets away from these two dudes, these henchmen by they grab both his arms and then he just like ducks and go and walks a couple steps backwards. And they're like, they like get thrown off of him somehow. And he runs into a kitchen and then he is like behind a tray of pate and the chef's like, no, my pate. No, it's the pate. The pate. <laughs> and he hurls the rolling card Look, at the it's guy. expensive. Yeah. And the guy's head face just goes straight into the pate and then stays there for so long. Yeah. Mm. Uh, that scene was not good. Not it good. was way too zany. Like I see what they're trying to do with the, it, but the they didn't music it. got so zany. It's like can can. Yeah, it was that like. It's good when we do it, though, isn't it? So back at the beginning of the episode, the the poker game where we find out that Jennifer is the best poker poker player in the world. Did you notice that the cop from Jonathan Hart Jr. was playing poker with them. Yes. Your poke from my yeah. poke. Yeah. He looked he looked really good. He, he did. did. He looked better. Yeah, he looked great. <laughs> I was like, oh mm-hmm. hey, you look better when you're not being a cop. Yeah. And this Everyone time does. sub sandwiches. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like sub sandwiches like they ordered out. Yeah, it wasn't Max's. Because they were wrapped in paper. Well, they probably got those pastrami's at like Cantor's or something too. Yeah, or Greenblatt if they're smart. Greenblatt's. Um, were they playing? Why aren't they getting hamantashen? Well, maybe that was for for dessert. What's that? It's <laughs> mm, the best cookie in the world. Oh, they were they playing poker with some kind of sportsman that we were supposed to know about? Oh, Tommy, Tommy Lasorda. Tommy Lasorda. Yeah. Is he a baseball player? Because they made some weird joke or said something about like the he's, Dodgers losing. Yeah, he's baseball okay. person. Uh, I don't know if he was a player or a coach or, <laughs> or what. It was like a weird I'm cameo. a homosexual. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I, I give zero shits uh, about, about sp- uh, a beautiful thing called sport. There's uh, clearly like, he was like the guest star though. Cause they like made a joke about him. This, I saw in IMDb. Like I always look up the they IMDb to cast about- and everything. And I'm like, who, Wait, Tommy Lasorda's in this episode, and it had already passed, Isn't and I totally funny? missed it. <laughs> he's the he's the GM for the Dodgers forever. Well, I guess they're just the manager. Oh, I oh. think he's, the, he's considered the general. I was trying yeah. to figure out which position GM stood for. Uh, <laughs> the, the goal miner, goal, goal midfield. <laughs> I love Jonathan's lightweight V-neck white sweater that he wears at the poker game. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jonathan was super cute notice. in this episode. He was very, he was, I mean, this was the Jonathan Hart action hero episode. Yeah. And he totally was super cute. His hair was tousled constantly. It looked great on him. I feel like all I stunt man has a great butt. Yeah. Those pants didn't do it any favors, but I feel like I got resistance last time I brought this up, but Jonathan is such a weird runner, but you guys didn't I, agree. I picked, I was like checking it out. This episode. It was so 
weird. It just looks like the way actors run. (laughs) He like arches his back and then his arms are way out and he does this like this with his arms and his legs are going straight up and down. It's like he's in platform shoes when he runs through the gate to get into the the evil guy's lair. I feel like Lee Majors taught actors to run that way. I feel like that's a that's a six million dollar man like totally. It's that you're supposed to you're keeping like your torso like straight. Yeah. And you know, like But he like puts his shoulders up to his ears. It's really wild. (laughs) I I feel like maybe we should do a test. I mean this is not podcast uh, friendly, but maybe we should just run and have somebody film us because I bet none of us looks cool. And oh. that would maybe just oh, put it to bed. God, well, no. just so you know, I have been filmed running uh, and, and it was, and you look amazing. No, I look oh. like, I look like I should be on Sesame street as the letter S I, <laughs> I look disgusting. Like <laughs> it's so weird. And it made me never want to run again. We used to shoot little like stupid movies in middle school. And I mm-hmm. played a part where I was like, holding a bazooka and I had to run in this little jumpsuit that did not fit me at all. And I just remember the footage, Ugh. the footage of me running away from the camera. I always think about that whenever I'm running. Now. It was <laughs> traumatic. It was horrifying. It's not what you I feel look like. I feel like maybe people who know me would never picture me running. I think um, I'm picturing it right now. Hmm. Um, I, I can only picture you sprinting and then leaping into the air to land atop someone. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, I feel like my running style is, is aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> You're running to like get I, somewhere. Yeah. 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 Like I, I feel like I just dig in and it's like, I, the tiger, I gotta, mm. I gotta get there. <laughs> you got a goal in mind. Yeah. 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 Uh, So we find out this episode that uh, did they mention this before that Jonathan and Jennifer have been married for four years? I don't think we knew that. I didn't know that. I've mentioned that before. Well, you had mentioned it, but this is when they first say it to the audience. Mm -hmm. Correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was cute. When they're walking, when they're walking into their hotel in Monte Carlo, they're like, so he met Jennifer. They married. He married Jennifer three years after he knew Nikki. Mm-hmm. Cause he hadn't seen her in seven years. Nikki, who I'm sorry, but if you, <laughs> I, I guess we know now that it was like the marriage was a, was a weird grift, but yeah. when you see your ex on your wedding weekend at the fancy hotel that you're at, you don't act like that. Like that's just shitty way. That's a real shitty way to act. I, well, it would have ruined the, the plot to, for her to be like, what are you doing here? Oh my God. Because she was, he was supposed to think that she had maybe invited him. But I feel like I feel like decorum dictates that you would just greet them graciously. Mm. But she kind of did. I mean, I think I think if you're just getting married and you didn't invite your ex, you might be able to pull that one off. But I feel like when you're with your uh, hobbled brother yeah. and you're basically being blackmailed into yeah. marrying someone that you totally hate and that you're going to lose all of your family's money uh-huh. um, and you're worried about your brother because he killed and maimed somebody. He, he is was a murderer. Like, I think you're just kind of like the last thing you can even comprehend is, holy fuck, what is Jonathan doing here with that lady? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm just projecting like if, if, if all that was coming down on me and then one of my exes was there, even if it was one that I really liked, cause they clearly like our friends and they yeah. like each other, you know, um, I am just 
dropping various X's into that situation. And I think I would just be like, like it would just be the absolute It would be so weird. And she's like, what are you doing here? And they were like, you invited us. And Mm -hmm. she says, or no, she, they say it's your, isn't your, aren't you the one getting married this weekend? And Mm -hmm. she says, yeah, but it's just a small thing with some family and, fr- mm-hmm. and close friends and Jennifer says we're even more like flattered <laughs> that you invited we're us we're even more flattered that you invited <laughs> us and that's Jennifer not picking up on social cues at all <laughs> now, that was Jennifer <laughs> digging in her nails which she did again yeah. two times that I loved that was pretty great Jennifer wins line of the year, line of the decade for me <laughs> when her, when evil, evil husband Alex Constantine oh. That was his name, yeah. right? Alex Constantine comes to their hotel room after they find a weird French man in their shower, which made zero fucking sense. Yeah. But he says, he says to Jennifer. Nikki asked me to call upon you. She felt that perhaps this morning she wasn't as welcoming as she might have been. No, not at all. Oh, no, not at all. No, not at all. <laughs> yeah. Just like, ooh. <laughs> But she says it in the in the like I'm waving this off like oh no of course not but it was like right. yeah no not at all <laughs> it was icy as fuck and she does she does a similar thing again when they're in captivity in that house uh, but I can't remember what that line that was. man hiding in the shower didn't make any sense no a, a phone call would have sufficed he was just trying to inform the hearts what was going on it was her it was Nikki's actual fiance and Jennifer opens the shower curtain he's standing there yeah and then he's like they, don't scream yeah don't scream yeah. please don't scream and I am French his excuse is like something about they wouldn't want they if they saw me they would attack me or this isn't a very safe which place which is for me. absolutely true yes yeah so I'm gonna hide in the shower yeah really weird and he really how did he get into the hotel room the, uh, the service servants entry. servant quarter or the servants service exit oh. entrance. Jesus Christ service which we get entrance. to see later in the episode yeah uh, Christine Belford, who played Nikki, was smoking hot in yeah. her white cap <laughs> in the hotel lobby. Yeah, it was. I I love that actress. Uh, I always think of her in Christine, where she plays mm-hmm. dude's mom, and I always she breaks my heart in that movie. She's Uh-oh. she's so she does she plays that part so amazingly well. Uh, I always feel so bad for her. Mm-hmm. Evil nerd, evil nerd car kid. Yeah, I've never seen yeah. it. He's mean to her. He's not she nice kind of deserves it <laughs> in the context sure. of the movie, but her reaction to him being mean is so heartbreaking. Mm. Her features are just so quintessentially like of the moment, like seventies mm-hmm. soft focus, like all of her features are just so gorgeous and mm-hmm. glowy and all the things. But I have to say that that wedding getup Ooh. really, Ooh. Uh, challenges my aesthetic sensibilities. Yes. Well, she was, was dressing for a wedding that she didn't want to be a part of. So maybe that has, I don't think that's what she, it, she's wearing like a white lace fedora <laughs> for her wedding day with like a veil coming off <laughs> and a, and a turtleneck lace turtleneck. <laughs> she's the, she's the heiress to the Kleenex fortune. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, she didn't want to be there, so no. she didn't, she, no. she no, it you in. know, she gets, she gets to, Act and dress however she wants. She doesn't want to be there. Yeah. Yeah. And I think she doesn't want to be there is really downplaying it. (laughs) Yeah, that's probably true. (laughs) Right. I don't think she's like, you know, getting there. They're like pinning her lace fedora on. Yeah. And the uh, maid's like, ah, mademoiselle, you uh, don't look like you want to be here. Mm -hmm. 
She's I'm, like, fuck, fuck my life. Please kill me. I'm so confused about how the bad guy came up with this plot to get, she was trying to get her fortune. Yes. But his plot was to wait for the brother to get super blackout drunk and then no, drive himself. Him. Or yeah, or he, oh, or he drugged him or got yeah. him. I mean, they don't say that, but I was like, if this was my plot, he, I would so, drug the brother. But then it's like, yeah, but he might just die. Yeah, really easily. Which, so and she only has one brother, so it's really a like a grift you could only do once. <laughs> maybe they drove him and then they like they like oh put, they drugged him and then they put him in a car. The car. Yeah, that seems the most likely that they drugged but they him. They totally maimed him. Yeah, they yeah. crashed the car and they broke and his they leg. Like hit him with a with a sledgehammer. And then they had some some woman lay on the ground <laughs> with, with perfect, perfect hair. hair. Yeah, and uh, which is what gives it away. Perfect hair from nineteen sixty two. Yeah. She's been dead all along. I was like, is that a Smith's 45 record sleeve? <laughs> like that picture was so weird. <laughs> and also, you know, I don't know how the pathologists in liminal spaces in Europe do this one, but I feel like if you're just like random American lady that goes in asking a lot of nosy questions and mm-hmm. you're like, can I have a... Can I take this? <laughs> yeah. probably- and like everything else, he's like evasive or like, no, you know, he's like uh-huh. very close mouth. And he's like, mm-hmm. and he's evidently and he's in like, on it too. Yeah, he's in on he's it. like, sure. The man, she's like, can I have this picture of the supposedly dead lady from 1962? That you know he's, is he's a fake? All, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can. And it's like, what is there like a, are there extras in there? Yeah. Why would you Extra give that photos? to her? She did say one of these. So maybe there were several. Yeah, that's what of the what same I, photo. Like, <laughs> and then she leaves, and then one of the henchmen immediately comes out of the closet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to like intimidate the doctor. The doctor who didn't get the memo about having a bad fake French accent. No one had a good yeah. French accent. There was not a. There was not. But a not true everybody to life had French them accent. either. <laughs> no, no, not everybody true. had them. Especially no. not the people that were supposed to be French, like Paul Delon who is uh, mm. Nikki's actual fiance or, or right. boyfriend or whatever. Oh yeah. He comes out of that shower and he is trying so hard to sound <laughs> French so hard. Mm. And then he blows it on we. Oh, he says, yeah, we. it's we. the worst, we. most un- unconvincing I, we ever. We. Yeah. Oh my God. I don't I've, trust that character even now. Cause he I, did that. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, I know he was ended up being good, but I still don't trust him. I like it the moment when they're talking to him and he's like babbling out his weird thing about like Nikki this and she knows she loves me or whatever. And Jonathan's just like the king of just bursting everybody's bubble, right? He's mm-hmm. like basically he says something like, Well, people change. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Jennifer gives him a look, like she kind of does that one, like, hmm. And it's the kind of look where if they were sitting at a table, she would have kicked the shit out of his ankle yeah. under the table, right? But because mm-hmm. they're just sitting there, she's just kind of like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This was a pretty raunchy episode, again, between Jennifer and Jonathan. That bath scene. I love the bath scene where Jonathan's reading, reading Marie Claire. Marie Claire. Marie Claire. <laughs> so cute. the best. And they're so both good. in the bath together. And she's a move your foot. Move your foot twice, and it's like, where is this foot? <laughs> I was hoping that she would that she would have said, "Yes, right there." <laughs> yeah, 
that's a good spot. And on the there's like when they're flying to Monaco, there's a shot of the of the plane, and there's some dialogue from Jennifer, and she says, "You want me to make it up to you?" And then like does some right. br- breathy little laugh, and it was like, "Ew, like roadhead, what is going on in that plane?" It's road gross. <laughs> I didn't like it. Jennifer uh, Edwards does not give roadhead. I really like their flirty is it exchanges. Roadhead, if you're in your own plane, it's. <laughs> It's, it's airhead. airhead. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they call her Taffy. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no. No. She's never, she's never coming on the show now. Oh, no, no, we have to ask her about that. <laughs> so uh, Paul, Paul French uh, gets, <laughs> he, 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 he tells him what's up. The dude from Ghost shows up and tries to intimidate Jonathan. Oh, man. With a brain. Uh, right, yeah. And he, he just says, telephone, which Jennifer then hilariously goes, telephone? <laughs> 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 Jennifer, like, ugh. Oh, Jonathan God. may have got to do, like, the splits and body rolls and shit, but Jennifer fucking has the lines in this episode. She is so funny. Yeah. That that man with the beret is the most horse, horse-faced man yes. I have ever seen. Vincent uh, Schiavelli. Is he's in a lot of different things. Yeah. I mostly know yeah, him he's from everywhere. Ghost. He's always a villain. Right? <laughs> he has the longest face. Long face. Isn't he actually French? No. He's not? No. Are you sure? I'm very sure. He's from New York. Is it <laughs> is it racist to say there's like a French look? <laughs> Uh, no. Like no. facial structure? Okay. Because there is and he has it. So then, okay, they are buying flowers in a park. Mm-hmm. From So uh, many flowers. Yeah. From Francis Bay, who is a, a character actress that I love, who is mm-hmm. also not French. Uh, and and she's, she's dressed like they're buying flowers from her, like, in World War One. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. They're they, buying dead flowers. They definitely shot this in Little Monaco in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> Mini Monaco. Mini Monaco. Uh, and that's when Paul is kidnapped in a little blue Fiat that Jonathan sprints over to and jumps on the back and is thrown from the car. Oh, man. Like, Such a violent way. I get the impression that executives at the time were like, Look, the show is getting real girly. Like Jennifer's got all these great lines. Mm. She's got these clothes. She's she's always been the one in peril, and and it seems a, a lot about her. We got to get Jonathan to be a little more more manly and like throw his body around and put himself in like physical danger. Yeah, more. he did. Yeah, quite a bit in this one. <laughs> also, his his stunt man. I gotta say, the booty. That was a nice butt. Those pants. We're not working for Jonathan. No. Those bell bottomy pants. No, Jonathan Ooh. Jonathan should not wear pants. No, he should not. He really shouldn't wear pants. But uh, he the skirts. Way he, yeah, skirts. he should wear kilts. He gets thrown off that car and then goes head over heels, but his spine is straight the whole yeah. time. It's really weird to look at. Like his whole body is straight, but he flops over himself. Ugh, like, I feel like that just made my neck hurt when yeah. I saw that. Mm-hmm. I was just like, ooh. Yeah. Then all he had to do was mm-hmm. brush his sleeves off because that's all that got dirty. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I love that Jennifer runs to him holding the flowers <laughs> yeah. until the last possible minute. I know. <laughs> right. She watched him get like tossed by that car. Totally. And had the flowers in her hand still. Oh my God. It's just, I feel like maybe we should be taking account of how many times Jonathan jumps onto a moving vehicle because it happens almost every episode. Cop out 
I, so cop out, yes. This, yes. Uh, <laughs> cop out the slamming that guy's head. In the yeah. Oh, oh, that's amazing. Cop out. Cop out is the greatest. God damn it. So that, that episode was um, so good. Did you hit Jennifer Hart? Does um, he jump into the van? He does the, jump the into the van. pet shop guy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. He's a car jumper. Yeah. I mean, he... Uh, he lo- he can't resist. He's like a dog chasing cars. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Truly. He's also. I um, mean, Max. Max and Love. He jumps on. I mean, he climbs out onto the. Oh yeah. Truck. If that counts, but then also he climb. No, he doesn't climb out of the truck when they the helicopter explodes and passport to murder. No. Yeah, he's like he climbs out onto the truck to get to the paint can, oh. the giant paint tanker. To spray it, the helicopter with yellow right. Amarillo paint. That's right. Yeah. There we have it. Jonathan, he he, he can't not. He can't not Fast and the Furious Well, and out, when out he of, can't physically get out of the car while it's moving, he has to drive it erratically like in a new kind of high. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, he fall, almost falls out of that car too, doesn't he? He, like, he does almost fall out of that car. He does. Body. He almost falls out. Yeah. Yeah. There's just always a moment where he's just sort of being drug along or, you know, like he's just clinging. If it's not a car, it's a building. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's when Jonathan decides he's going to like go. He tries to call um, Nikki and puts on this weird accent. Oh, God. Of what was that accent? Sir Eastminster. Roddy Eastminster. Oh, no, that's to talk to the brother. But Roddy Eastminster sounds sort of like... Roddy uh, Eastminster. English? God, who's the comedian from the... Does he sound like Jack Benny a little a bit? A little bit. That yeah. I thought that scene was also adorable. I just liked the... Uh, mm-hmm. I liked the... Jennifer laughing at him. Yeah, Jennifer laying on the couch laughing at him while he's doing this mm-hmm. stupid accent. I thought mm-hmm. it was so cute. Again, that was cute. I just want to hang out with these people. Well, you're naked without your sir. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's cute because it's kind of like what I think that's sort of like a real couple thing to do. It's like the, the, uh, the fish eye, the leer and the leer thing. Yeah. Where they're clearly just having fun with it. But also Robert Wagner seems like he's cracking himself up with the accent, which I sort of love. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it's at that point, it's just like, wow, the plot on this one is just, yeah. Why wouldn't you just ask the brother who you are obviously know to just meet you? And yeah, and then they they meet, <laughs> they go on a walk with the brother, and they they get and he's zero. All, oh, I knew, I knew it was you, or something yeah, like that. It's but like, they get zero information from the brother, right? It's such a boring, long conversation. This walk. No, he tells them he about t- the accident. Yeah, he, he tells, tells them the whole backstory for the blackmail. No, well, Nikki tells Jonathan. It's after Nikki tells him in the graveyard. Right? Is it after? No, Nikki tells, tells them, them about that. He tells them about the ladies. They're like, he's like, it's so and so, and she. Oh, that's right. Who was killed is blah 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 from Geneva, and then the woman the who is crippled is whatever. Because I really like the graveyard scene. I liked Nikki's dress a lot in it. That's the oh, only thing I got mm. for that. My favorite Nikki outfit was what she was wearing in the house when Jonathan climbed up the uh, yeah. the trellis. That, that was the great. Black, the black thing with yes. the the. Blue and pink uh, belt, yeah. Another the sash, super belt. bright yeah. sash, and like a cape. Yeah, that was a great mm-hmm. look. Yeah, that was a really right. great look. That's just totally what you're wearing when you're just sitting in the house where you're basically being held hostage in your own house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. By Count Dracula, <laughs> she dre- she dresses fabulously for herself, and then when yeah. when Alex is around, she puts on the tissue fedora. <laughs> yeah, the fedora, <laughs> and then Jonathan climbs through her window and. That she doesn't tell him anything in this scene, though. But the guy she, Alex comes in. She says she tells him to go away. Basically, she does tell him to go away. 
And then he starts making out with her, which was a really stupid idea. I don't, I don't understand what that. And then the what, bad, he, what his plan was there. And but the bad guy is like, well, I like this. I liked it because the bad guy didn't buy it at all. He was yeah. like, "What do you think? I'm an idiot. That's obviously not why you're here. Get out." And then Jonathan lets himself out, which I don't understand why they didn't just kidnap him at that point. But they don't. I know when they when the guy <laughs> said, uh, "Make sure he he receives every courtesy or whatever." I was like, "Oh, they're gonna kidnap him now." Yeah, but no, but no. Yeah, they wait. Then they go meet the brother. I think then they go meet the sister. It's just, well, then they go to the they go to the the dancer's house in the wheelchair, oh, who yeah. they wheel out to a table in the middle of a field, <laughs> where yeah. she has set up a bottle of wine and a plate of cheese. To maybe have a farm fresh lunch, and they don't touch any of it. They just wasted her time completely. Yeah, and what they do here is really bizarre because they pretend to be competing business people mm-hmm. with the Alex fam or the Nikki family. And they told they tell her that they lied to her to gain her trust, and it's like, how is this ever going to work? And then they leave. Well, at that point, Jonathan's already suspicious of her, right? He's already like, she's she's in on this. Yeah, yeah. She knows. They're more just than trying. She's they're trying to get her to crack mm-hmm. because they know that she's been bought off somehow. So they were just right. hoping that she would just acknowledge, like, yes, like give me a number or whatever. But instead, they're just like in the weird yard of her house. My favorite part being when uh, when Jennifer says something basically to the effect of like, um, really? Like, this is all you want? What a dumb kind of a situation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, totally. <laughs> like, oh, so you're fine with just this kind oh of thing, you know, like. Because she's like, whatever. She's like, I don't understand wealth, oh, yeah. she says. I don't understand like, wealth. I don't understand wealth, um, it just seems like a better plot or a better way to get her to talk would have been like, we're going to go to the police unless you tell us, we know that you know something. We, you know that you're in on it. Tell us what's going on. Or well, this go is, that's before Jennifer Surprising got the Surprising lack of cop involvement. Yeah. No, zero cops. Throughout the episode. Were there zero cops? cops. Yeah. There are no cops in Monte Carlo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's lawless. Otherwise, you're right, there are gendarmes. <laughs> yes, otherwise um, J- Jonathan would have just called his... And said, the, like, fix this. I sort of was captivated by how long the woman was willing to pretend that she was drowning in the swimming pool. Yeah. And I how know. long they're all willing to just stand there staring at her. Yes. And, Jen- and Jennifer's <laughs> kind of like, at a certain point, she's like, um, what if you're, what if you're not <laughs> right? Right. And she's just, the woman's just like freaking out and, yeah. you know basically drowning right her name's janine also the wheelchair lady um i just <laughs> oh, how I, French. I just figured that out and they kidnap her and bring her to that wedding yes which is mm-hmm. kind of washed over because when they're wheeling her across the the yard she says in her weird french accent i hope you feel s- some shame taking me from my own house <laughs> and it's like what that, the fuck what is a, going on and, and that's where it's like wait that's such a weird way to say that. Maybe she is French. <laughs> yeah, maybe she actually is French. That was the right, most convincing the, French thing. Yeah, that is the most French sounding. Yeah, you should feel shame for doing this to me. Yes, and it's like, like, how dare you? How yeah. dare you? Kind of a situation, Like, right? they, they skipped over the forceful scene where they, like, drugged her or something. Because <laughs> how would they get her in their car? It's so Well, weird. after it's escaping awesome. that house in Glendale, they... Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> The winery. There's just so many ways that people try and get people to 
show that they are not paralyzed or whatever or incapacitated, right? Mm-hmm. Like if it's like the hand, like you throw the thing at them and they catch it or, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like all that bullshit. So it's kind of like, eh, why didn't they just kick her over in the wheelchair in her dumpy front yard? <laughs> yeah. and leave it I know. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. That would have been so funny. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jennifer says something like cutting and classist on the way out. Mm-hmm. They take her wheelchair away. Uh, I love it. I, I, but I, I have to say, I was, I was delighted when Jonathan threw her in the pool. That oh was, yeah, it was awesome. Especially because it's like all of a sudden there's a pool, right? Yes. Yeah. Like, uh oh. Oh, my favorite now thing. I though, know like, how they're gonna do it. So he throws her in the pool. Mm-hmm. Everyone ignores it. Everyone just watches this woman drown. Yeah. Basically, they see her wheelchair until she finally starts kicking, which she was doing the entire time to stay Janine. afloat. Janine. Uh, Janine. <laughs> but uh, like, it was so coming in the air tonight moment, right? <laughs> She gets she gets herself out of the <laughs> out of the pool and then just runs away. And so basically yeah. the wedding in front of all of the guests we have found out that <laughs> the groom was blackmailing the bride mm-hmm. and had this whole illegal operation going on to get her money. What do they do? They stay at the party and continue to laugh and drink. And I thought that was the most French thing about yeah, the totally. entire thing. Because I mean, during they, the, like, at the... Well, they have another wedding. When they, well, so but, but when that's happening, like, when, they're, when they say, oh, yeah, no, I hired this guy to, to perform the services. He's a comedian, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. You can hear the people in the background just carrying on normal conversations <laughs> yeah. and laughing. And I, <laughs> yeah, I was just like, this I, is amazing. Yeah. It was my understanding the wedding was just a small affair with just close family and friends. <laughs> yeah. So I think that close family and friends would hang around because I don't know what else <laughs> you're going to do. Right. Yeah. Everybody's like, wow, we came all the way here from yeah. wherever. Yeah, true. Like, I guess right. we'll just keep eating because, I mean, we could go back to the hotel. I don't know what to do. Maybe yeah. We're still at the hotel. I'm not sure what's happening. But then but it's like, who's it is friends weird and when family? everyone's just watching a woman in a wheelchair <laughs> drown. I mean, that is weird. <laughs> and it is like very Phil Collins song moment, right? <laughs> Where it's just like everyone's just watching and it's like, oh, it just got yeah. so dark. And they're waiting and they're waiting and they're waiting. And I guess in some ways it's more realistic because usually when people pull that one or like in Little House on the Prairie, when Laura pushes, they push Nellie down the hill in the wheelchair. <laughs> yes. Right. Like usually people give it, give up the ghost pretty quick. Right. They, they're usually like almost immediately they just show their hand and like, Nope, mm-hmm. I can walk. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, Oh, you caught me or whatever. But this woman to her credit, like, I think if you're really into the grift and you're really just trying to earn those francs, like yeah. you're, you're going to pretend to do it because also, I would think you would get a sick pleasure out of the person second guessing themselves about whether or not you're actually uh, differently abled as a result of a terrible (laughs) drunken car accident. Yeah. She did not commit to the bit. I feel like if she just would have drowned herself, everything could have gone off without a hitch. You know what I mean? Also, she probably wished she drowned herself later <laughs> yeah. when they come to get her, when the invisible cops of Mon- Monaco come to take her away. <clears throat> so Alex, the evil guy sees them, sees the hearts with the woman that he paid to pretend like she was hurt. Yeah. And they, he Has sees a them weird coming. Non-reaction. Yeah, doesn't really react. Let's <laughs> lets them watch the whole ceremony, 
<laughs> knows that they know, knows that they're up to something, but doesn't stop it. The brother also mm-hmm. doesn't, I don't think it has no interaction with the woman. He thinks he crippled and put into a wheelchair, even though she, and she's a dancer, which like adds another <laughs> layer on top of oh, it. I wish she would have danced out of the pool. Yeah. That would have been so funny. <laughs> and, and Nikki knew what, like that, what was going on too, but nobody said anything and they did the whole ceremony anyways. I guess he just was like, I have to get the ceremony done. Then I get this fortune. Yeah. Basically was his yeah, thinking. But, but in some ways I feel like Joe, Joe often you're like, Oh, they wrecked it. Like they already told me what the hell is up. Yeah. But that entire scene, it's, like, I mean, it's partly that way because it's just so odd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh, there they are with the wheelchair lady. Yeah. <laughs> and she's kind of underdressed for the wedding. <laughs> yeah. uh, she's, well, she's basically <laughs> like saying, like, you kidnapped me or whatever. And then mm-hmm. Count Dracula is just so, he seems barely to register the fact that this is a weird one, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is there anyone who did not? have a hand in writing this episode that could guess what was going to happen. It's like, <laughs> I had no idea what was going to happen. And no. so when, when they're like, Oh, does anyone here object to this or whatever? And everybody's just like, Nope, everything's cool here. Yeah. You're Mary like, Count Dracula in your wedding fedora. That's when they should have tipped her wheelchair up and thrown her. <laughs> like <laughs> they should have thrown her on the ground. There are so many places they could have thrown this woman's body. <laughs> <laughs> They just run her over with a car. Well, I feel like because they don't try and and like call her bluff physically when they're at her house. Yeah, it just is kind of like, mm-hmm. yeah. But you know, it's, at that oh, point they rewrite. don't. At that point, I don't feel like they know that she's bluffing necessarily. I feel like they think she has been paid off and well, but I don't think they think she's faking being crippled until after the hospital when Jennifer gets <laughs> borrows a picture of a supposedly dead woman that's obviously not dead. She gets that Smith's record. Yeah. And who, yes, and who doesn't exist. Like, there's no records for this woman other than this photograph. Yeah. Jennifer in head-to-toe purple. Yep. Well, yeah. Purple is her investigation color. It is. Yeah, that's true. true. Um, what if they had found a woman, a paraplegic woman, to do the scam? Like, what if she was actually in a wheelchair? Oh my woman? God, that would have been even funnier. And she And Jonathan drowned her. <laughs> because otherwise, is this woman just going to pretend like is she's in a wheelchair? Rewrite? The rest, no, uh, no, I have a good rewrite. <laughs> but this woman now has to pretend like she's in a wheelchair for the rest of her life, right? Pretty much. Until she's got enough money to disappear. To disappear, okay. I mean, how much well, right. money it's was like, she getting well, paid? Well, why wouldn't they just give her enough money to yeah, disappear? She, she did the thing already. Probably, she has to stick around until after the wedding. But it's not like Alex doesn't have any money. My rewrite for this scene to expose the truth. I think they should have had Jonathan charm this Janine, this woman, Janine. They should have had him charm her. And then he pretends to be like a rich person that has more money than she's being paid to pretend like she's paraplegic. He takes her as his guest to the wedding and then they, Mm. he holds her up to dance (laughs) and he, she's dancing on his feet for a while, but then she gets so carried away by the moment and his romance that she starts dancing on her own. And then he lets her go in the middle of the floor and everybody's like, (gasps) like the, the band starts playing boogie nights and she's like, Oh, is this my song? song. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I must move to this. (laughs) Janine. And then everyone's like, oh my God, she's dancing. Makes sense. She's a dancer. It, was, it would have been a charming scene with Jonathan. 
would have been fun. It's a miracle. And then Jonathan kicks her leg so hard that it <laughs> he breaks her leg in a wheelchair. Mm. I, I hope you feel some shame taking me from my own house. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you're going to like put up a fight when someone kidnaps you? Come on. Else? That's so ESL or just French. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's pretty French. Um, mm-hmm. we, we did skip over the whole scene where they get caught The the hearts get kidnapped. Yeah. They get taken to a winery. Oh, yeah. They get taken to a, a winery and how they get out of the jail cell is hilarious because they, it just doesn't even seem like they're being held captive. Really. No. It sort of feels like they're in that room that where if you pay like a thousand dollars, you get to eat dinner in it or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's full of wine barrels. And then Paul's there. Yeah. Yeah. Paul's there. And then to get out, they, Jonathan pretends to be injured and Jennifer's like, help, help my husband. And the, but the guard. His the, head is, he's, he hit his head. That's yeah. what she says. He knows all the tricks. He goes in and he says that repeatedly. Like, this is a trick. This is a trick. I know this is a trick. I know all the tricks in the book. Stand back. And then he stands like right underneath all those casks of the- wine. <laughs> and it's like, he knew every yeah. trick, but that one, like. That's so stupid. Oh my god! I just, so the, stupid. The, this is a stupid episode. It's really. <laughs> I'm just gonna say. I it. know. I was. This I is was a really for the stupid episode. It was boring. I, too, I didn't bit. find it boring. I actually was. I was digging the kind of convoluted twistiness of it, and I thought Jonathan and Jennifer looked great. Jennifer, ooh, her white suit with the black shirt. That is such a good look on her. From what scene? It's the, like such a Saturday Night Live reference, right? Or Saturday, Saturday Night Fever. Saturday reference, Night Fever, sorry. yeah. Yeah. She looked so good. That's when they first get to the hotel. Oh yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. It was such a good look. Her red, her red. I'm winning at poker blouse was stunning. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Jonathan's clothes weren't very great, no, but they his stuntman wore the pants for everyone. He has a booty. Uh, Paul. Dressed like he didn't exist. He looked. He was. Uh, he looked like a professor. <laughs> he looked like. Yeah. He looked like. Or well, he looked like a community college teacher. Yeah. My first thought on Paul was like, "Whoa, he is dating way up." If he's no dating Nikki, on community college teachers, by the way. If he's right. dating Nikki, I was like, "He's dating up as." Oh, hell. he's dating way up. But then when he comes back and in the at the wedding, I was like, "Oh, okay, I see it. He's handsome. He looks good." He was. Yeah, he looked good. He looked good when at the he wedding. wasn't downtrodden. Yeah. Uh, I also looked him up. I looked up pictures of him on IMDb and he was a handsome, handsome yeah. dude. Jennifer says after they solve the case, Jennifer says, Oh, you can just repurpose this wedding into your wedding. Yeah. And he's okay with that. And she's okay with that. And that's crazy to me. I would rather have my own really? wedding. Thank you. I think it makes sense that in the absurdity of this episode, that mm-hmm. made sense to me where it was just like, Oh yeah, no, this after, after this nightmare scenario, the relief mm-hmm. and the, you know, wanting to lock shit down seems, yeah. seems, you know, not advisable, but likely. Yeah. And it's, I don't know. The, the whole episode I summarize as like, when I think of Monaco and Monte Carlo, I think mm-hmm. of like super ritzy casinos and like cliffside. You don't even know mm-hmm. if there are cliffside, like ocean views and fast yeah. cars and like beautiful women. And there was I like think of none of that. of Cary Grant and To Catch a Thief, right? I, I think, mm. I, sadly, I think of Ocean's 12, where I think they're at uh, George Clooney's actual house in Monte Carlo. I think of Brothers <laughs> Bloom, because I think mm, they go there. I've never it. seen that. Uh, it's great. but It's the, very fun. But none yeah. of that stuff was in this episode. It was like the 
the interiors were okay. Just like they obviously didn't shoot on location, but no, they, they could have not. used some like stock footage of Monaco at least, but they didn't <laughs> at all. Well, it, no, they did. They did use there. There was stock footage of the hotel. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. But technically speaking, like the location is just meant to illustrate to you that Nikki is rich, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of just like this catch-all, like rich people place. Yes. So it's not really the star or the focus. Like there's, it's not like, oh, Alex is the owner of the casino and the blah, blah. Like there's mm-hmm. no actual plot device element that, that has anything hinges to do with- on that location. Yeah, so except they, except for Monte wherever. Carlo's complete lack of police. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Which, except for which the- plays very well into this entire thing. But that could have been, they right. could have foreshadowed like a scene with, Jennifer beating everyone at poker for some reason. I don't know what, oh, because that, that would have been great. I was half hoping that that was going to yeah. come into play because I was like, oh, Monte Carlo, they're going to go gamble. Of course and, they are. And Jennifer's going to whoop their asses, but. No, they go. I just keep, I keep thinking about the scene, the the set before they get into the kitchen. It's like this weird staircase. It's really ugly. Oh, and it's they an keep, office building. They keep returning to it yeah. over and over again <laughs> for some reason. They keep going back into it, and it's it's a terrible, horrible. terrible, empty office building. It's like claustrophobic and ugly at the same time. It's awful. I did love the uh, I loved the winery villa uh, that I I do think is like just north of here, <laughs> uh, and I oh. liked uh, the Spanish Spanish villa that Alex uh, owns. Yeah in Monte mm-hmm. Carlo <laughs> with all of those yeah. Monte Carlo succulents everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so sun, sun bleach. Well, you know, I, I'm sorry guys, but it's, it's just, it's time. It's time to pick mm. your book. I was like the Halloween version or something. It's, it's, <laughs> it's October. Ooh. Pick your book. It is October. Ooh. Ooh. So what mm. book will you pick? Ooh. <laughs> Ellen goes first. Ooh. Oh shit. Do you have one lined up? Yep. Okay, good. Um, I don't know the character's name. I guess I could have looked it up with the copious amount of time they've had since nineteen seventy nine now. But I never uh this is not something I ever envisioned myself doing. Um it's Vincent Scavelli. Oh. And I'll tell you why, even though you guys just completely dogged on his, his unusual uh, no, look. No, not, not at all. It's it's not because of the character the, that he plays in the show, but it's because in real life he uh, wrote a cookbook. He might have written more than one cookbook, but he did food writing for Gourmet and other food magazines. And mm-hmm. he wrote this piece for Gourmet that I super loved. So I think I just kind of like him. Also, he was briefly married to the lady that played the secretary on Moonlighting. Oh, <laughs> I love her. Right? Yeah. So um, I like him because of his real life stuff. And yeah. I don't know if that's allowed. Is that I, allowed in I think Take that's, Your Poke? I think Definitely. that's perfectly fine. Like any any reason to poke is a reason to poke. Okay. I, but I'll say like the if it was going to be something that disqualified me, um, I would pick probably the weird detective that's at the poker game because he looked really handsome in this episode. Oh yeah, jo- oh. Joe's as ex- opposed to his previous appearances <laughs> when he just jo- seemed like Joe's poker showing up to <laughs> yeah. just drink what looks like maybe shitty brandy at their house and do nothing. My poke is uh, Jonathan's stunt double. Ooh, is that allowed? 
He's in the show. Wow, we're really, we're really like just going all over the place. With in, it was, so, okay, it's it's Jonathan. He is son, in the show. He is in the show, and if yeah, I think that true. that makes him eligible, uh, but if if there was going to be an argument, um, I would shift over to Paul. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. And say. and not because of him in the show, but because Don't of scream. him in other things. <laughs> um, I Fair know, enough. I did. He's he's ruggedly handsome. Correct. Yeah. I did talk about Vincent Scavelli. Uh, his looks are weird, but he is—he's my second choice, Poke for sure. What? Yeah, and I—I I think he looks weird, but he has a lot of character, and he seems like a good guy. He seems nice. But my first choice, Poke, was the other henchman, the bearded guy. I don't think he has a name in it. The bearded guy. Oh yeah. yeah. A, there's another. Oh, henchman. the guy that comes out to menace the. Yeah. Terrible, the corrupt pathologist. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, that guy. Yeah. 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 He, I don't he didn't speak very much. I don't know. <laughs> there was a scene no, there, a strong he just poke, honestly. There was he a had scene the dogs. where the yeah. Yes, he did have the dogs. There's mm-hmm. a scene where the chauffeur shows up and like he he has no lines, but he gets out of the car and I was like, Oh, there he is, that's my poke. Uh, and then Oh yeah. Then you see him again and I was like, Oh, never mind. <laughs> I sort of I sort of had that too. I had that exact moment too where yeah. I was like, Oh, there he is, and then but I still stuck with him. I was yeah. like, Yeah. Still, I don't feel strongly about it. I feel perfectly great about uh, about the stunt double. Yeah. I thought maybe one of you would pick the brother. Nah. Ew. No. Nah. Oh, sorry. My bad. <laughs> he has a cane. Ew. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's feeble. Stop. I Stop it. <laughs> he's enfeebled. Also, I just can't believe... I mean, they believed that he was a murderer for part, a big chunk of the episode. That, I had a... A moral dilemma. Yeah, with that one where I was, was like, um, "This guy just needs to go to jail." It was incredulous, case. but that, and that's the thing. Here we go. <laughs> uh, if he would have confessed to this, the entire thing would have been off. Like it, like one, he was there wouldn't be a wedding. Marry that gross dude. I know. Yeah, there wouldn't be a wedding. And lose because, the family fortune because that wouldn't happen. And yeah, that that plot would have been found out because it's like, oh, you didn't actually kill anybody. There is no person that exists. Yeah, so I guess it's a pretty good con. Well, no, it's just a lesson to everyone that if you if you believe that you've committed a crime that if you believe that you've murdered someone, don't you confess. Probably confess. No. No. <laughs> don't confess and you'll find out that it's a plot against you but somebody Yeah, don't confess and someone some stranger's going to throw a cripple lady in a pool. <laughs> you know what? Um, you know what? I pe- think pe- the actual uh, moral of the story is don't drink and drive. <laughs> yeah, but if you do, people die every day, so People die every day. Karen. Oh yeah. God. Karen it is, hey, it is, it is what it is. Karenism. Mm-hmm. Uh, the lesson I learned is if you're invited to a wedding four days before the wedding, you're not invited to that wedding. Yeah, you were not invited not to that go. wedding. That's bad The telegram's always, con- like, shit always goes down during the poker game. All right. Ratings time. Ellen starts zero to five hearts. I thought you were holding it a five. I was like, oh my God. Uh, no. <laughs> um, I'm sort of, I feel like usually I'm just ready to be like, boom. But as we've been talking about it, my rating's gone down mm-hmm. because I feel like this is not great. Mm-hmm. It's kind of poorly <laughs> crafted episode. Yeah, it feels. It's, it's two and a half. It's Ooh. two and a half for me. Whoa. Yeah. Holy shit. It's for me. It's partly because there's a lot of really great actors in it. It opens so strong with the poker scene. Yes. Uh-huh. There's enough 
great little devices like scattered throughout, you know, I mean, like there's a lot going on, but they just didn't quite nail the pacing and it's just not snappy enough Mm -hmm. for something that takes place in such a glamorous location. Mm -hmm. There's no, nothing glamorous that's really capitalized on including Jennifer's outfits. It's like color me disappointed. So I just feel like, like it, it was a wasted opportunity Um, and I don't know why, but then there's a lot of great things like Jonathan Hart action hero, you know, is great. Throwing that woman in the pool. But it just, it just kind of, it just doesn't come together for me. And I just wish it could be more because the plot itself, I just feel like it just needed to be sort of honed and, and nipped Mm -hmm. in a little bit here and there, just, just worked on a little bit more and it would have, would have been great. So I guess, uh, my disappointment brings me to a a 2.5. There's just so many, well, there's just so many more episodes, but there's just so many other episodes that are so much better. So I just have to say it, even though I really like a lot of the people in it. Yeah. I just two and a half for me. Yeah. I, the plot is a problem. Um, It's, it's like one element too many. The, the zany kitchen fight really (laughs) bummed me out it really (laughs) bummed me out i was like i don't want this and then (laughs) so silly their escape from the vineyard was really corny and i didn't like it yeah but i thought jennifer had a couple of really great outfits (laughs) i thought jennifer had some of her best lines um Mm. jonathan was was cute throwing himself around (laughs) uh that was (laughs) His stunt double was. He threw a woman in a wheelchair into a pool (laughs) while a giant party of people just stood around and looked. They were going to let her drown. I Janine. For just because of that, I'm giving it a three because I can't go lower than three Mm. because I laughed so much. I had such a fun. (laughs) I had such a fun time watching this. Yeah, and I I I can't get over like. Jennifer's like black, white, and red ensembles. Her purple thing wasn't my favorite of her purple things. And and then Nikki's clothes, aside from the tissue fedora, yeah, were stunning. She she's got some style. She they they sure. did that really well. So they tissue they fedora. brought the glamour. <laughs> like there, it was a glamour. They without it actually being in Monaco, they put a little glamour into it. They. Mm. It was fun hanging out with Jonathan and Jennifer. It was very fun hanging out with them in the bathtub. So a three, yeah. But otherwise, there's, this is this is not a this zero is freeway, zero mm. freeway. Which oh should I should? He's not even on screen that. at all. No, there's, a, there's a, not even a fluff of freeway. And mm. as Max in the very Max beginning, a, he's at the poker game serving poker. sandwiches. Yeah, and talking about how Nikki and Jonathan. They were just good friends. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah. He tries to cover and for Jennifer. For Mr. Like, H. He, he explained it all mm-hmm. to me, which is weird because mm-hmm. it seems like that happened recently and they just got this invite out of nowhere. So, but anyway. <laughs> uh, I think this episode for me suffered from my state of mind when I watched it, which uh, we saw. Which is not the episode's fault. I know. I'm willing to admit that, but I think it also mm-hmm. might be a little bit the episode's fault because yeah. I've, I remi- it reminded me of when we saw Knives Out. And then we saw Mandy in theaters and I was in the same headspace, just so beyond tired that I couldn't, I hate those movies now, uh, which I think I'm also right about maybe, but I'm willing to admit that it might have been my state of mind. (laughs) What are you trying to say? What are you going to say? 
Mandy is a modern <laughs> classic and I don't no. ever want to hear anything no, bad about it again. Wrong. I'm so tired of this. I'm so tired of so this wrong. bullshit Mandy <laughs> hatred. You guys are all full of shit. <laughs> does, Ellen, do you like Mandy? Yeah, I do. Okay. Well, I guess I'm uh, yeah, on a little Norman Island again. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Me and Norman out here in our little lifeboat. But I, I kept having, when we were watching, I was drifting in and out of consciousness. So I kept having mm-hmm. to ask Eric, like, wait, what just happened? Mm-hmm. Which is extra confusing in this episode. But I did. I rewatched the whole thing today mm-hmm. and I am at a two. Yeah. Two hearts. Ooh. Woof. Yeah. I think it's worse than hit. Jennifer Hart has more uh, fun things in it to me. Uh, it, but it also, I think it's my headspace when I was watching it and also where it feels like where we're at in the arc of this season a little bit as we're kind mm-hmm. of hitting like our stride as a podcast. And so that might, it might suffer from that a little bit too. I'm willing to admit, but when you read the synopsis last episode, I had all of these images in my head of like cars and like these parties, like fancy parties and Monaco, all this glitzy glam shit. And there was none of that to me. It was really just obvious LA locations that they were trying to make look a little bit glamorous. That was not working. There's some fun stuff in it. It's worth watching. There's some, I, I, I wouldn't skip this episode on rewatch of the the entire series when I do that. I think <laughs> and I then I have my, when I have my my own podcast where it's just me talking to myself. <laughs> yeah, about the re, the rewatching re-watch. heart to heart, re heart to heart. <laughs> I can't wait. Uh, well, it's interesting. This is like I feel like maybe I'm wrong, but ratings wise, this is more like stair steps this time. This yeah, one, this is two two and a half and three. The, well, I mean, hit Jennifer Hart is still the lowest. Um, wow, <laughs> that that got a one from. I gave us. I gave it a one. Yeah, um, even with the pet shop guy. What did I give it? You don't I don't. I know that it got four point five. So if I gave it a one and you gave it a one, if only we could listen. I think if you gave it a two point five, which it sounds like you might have, we can. They, this, you know, this is all recorded. We can really find right. out. Right. If only there was a way we could find out what we scored that. Sometimes thing. it I was think a like, really long time ago, though. Yeah. I mean, that was, Probably twenty. It was over two weeks ago. Twenty-five days ago. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, Ellen, what are we doing next? Is it going to be better? Yeah, it is. Okay, good. Um, although I'm going to have some stuff to say about it. Uh, I mean, I guess I have stuff to say about all of them, so that really has zero meaning. <laughs> that would be um, really bad if until, you didn't have anything to say you about hear it. Hear me. Hear me tell you what the episode is. <sighs> Originally airing on December 11th, 1979. The man with the jade eyes. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Bondi. <clears throat> I, know where this is, I know where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Got a little stuffed crust in your throat there. <laughs> Put the pizza. Uh, I have a... <laughs> <laughs> A dying man gives Jonathan and Jennifer an ancient Buddha statue. The hearts are then thrown into intrigue and danger when they are pursued by Chinese henchmen. Oh, fuck. Uh And a diabolic giant. Hmm. Whoa. Okay. That sounds kind of cool. Okay. Diabolic giant. And Chinese henchmen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, We're going to, I can tell already that we're going to have a lot to talk about. Yeah. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Thanks for sticking with us for 11 episodes Ooh. of yeah. this podcast. Uh, we have 
a hundred more to go. <laughs> Quite literally. <laughs> oh fuck! Wow. <laughs> and eight movies. And eight, really oh fucking eight movies. I'm definitely still pumped and excited to keep watching more yeah. Hunter Heart, which is a really good sign, I think. And I'm going to have been such a chore. Pumped and excited to continue getting to know you guys who are listening. Uh, oh, continue. not us. I know you guys <laughs> uh, continue wow. to write to us. I'm offended on Twitter, on I Instagram. <laughs> um, wow, I'm loving the Instagram comments. <laughs> I'll, I'll try to, I'll try to be better about like posting funnier or more interesting things on Instagram right now. I'm just doing like these single shots cause I've been very busy. Ellen and but, I <laughs> follow us on instagram and on twitter and it was murder pod it was murder pod. continue to uh tweet and comment on instagram and twitter because we love it send us email at it was murder pod yeah. at gmail.com and even though we didn't see him this week i do want to say good night freeway oh good night freeway, <laughs> good night, freeway. sorry you weren't in this episode <laughs> this heart murmur of an episode <laughs> We should edit a shot of this, like just do a little edit of this where she gets pushed in the pool and then they're, everyone's freaking out. We edit a shot of all of, of us like looking around with our like wine <laughs> glasses and like chewing our food and just like what we would look at our expression. I, I would like to actually be dancing in the background. <laughs> yeah. Vincent Scavelli or something. Ooh, yeah. like, this is a wealthy party. Yeah, like yeah. it's so hot here. <laughs> <laughs> I had this image of us dancing at that party when this is happening, but the the song that was playing was "Don't Let Go" from Creep Show. Like, do you do you remember in the first segment of Creep Show when Ed Harris is dancing with that woman? This is great song. It's a great song called "Don't Let Go." It's like just for the movie or whatever, but it's it's a whisper disco song, which is one of my my favorite genres of music. So good. We gotta we gotta do that. Don't let go. It's just me and me and Ellen, like. I'm holding a drink while yeah. we dance. And I'm like, did someone fall in the pool? I want my my mouth is full of food, and I turn around like, what's going on? What happened? Joe, Joe runs over like, oh my god, someone just threw that crippled bitch in the pool. <laughs> yeah. Janine, Janine, her name's Janine. I just like. Yeah. Like I just I drop my empty glass on a tray walking by, <laughs> grabbing that one. You run over and you go, oh my god, like just jumping yeah. back in the <laughs>